Hey, what's uh, what's going on? Uh, what is going on? Uh, I brought I brought some I brought some I brought a topic today. You did? Yes, <laughs> I did. Well, first I, I brought a topic. Well, first let me just let me just uh, you know let the uh, listeners know that uh, uh, right now what you're listening to is uh, the band Drop Dollop and the Globules uh, with their single Tetrahedral Configuration, which is uh, from from their upcoming album called Cohesion, um, which is a follow much anticipated follow up to uh, their previous album Surface Tension, which is. Um, widely considered to be their their magnum opus um so check them out <clears throat> do you do you do you i mean is there a lot of hype about this new album or is it only well yeah I mean, I, like i said like it's it? very the last album was one it was like hailed as like a masterpiece in uh um yeah in you know in the in the genre of 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 electro trip funk you know so oh yeah yeah, yeah. I don't. My, I, I have to tell you, I'm just, I'm just don't really know as much about music, uh, as you do. Yeah, I know and, all. And the... I'm, I'm so glad that I get to. Exp- yeah, I'm so glad I get to expo- be exposed to all these new artists. Yeah, I, uh, because of this collaboration. Well, I, I'm going to keep them coming because I got, I got so much music to share. You know, at the end, you, you'll, you'll hear, you'll hear another track, totally different from this one. <clears throat> Uh, so I wanted to share with you this, uh, and very important information I learned today. I, I did a little research since the last time we talked and, uh, uh, and hopefully this will be, this will, this is like, as our, you know, longtime viewers will know, uh, <laughs> this is part of our recurring segment where we, uh, uh, just, uh, we, we talk about an obscure holiday, which maybe doesn't, uh, maybe you don't know about. And so I, I did a little research for this episode. I did work before we recorded, which is that's, very rare. That's amazing. And yeah, thank you. Uh, I worked really hard on it. So would you like to know what today? Today is uh, Wednesday, January 13th, uh, 2021. Right. Which still sounds weird to say. Um, but do you, but do you want to know what today is? Yes. What's, what's the holiday today? Today is, it's National Rubber Ducky Day. Really? National Rubber Ducky Day. Yes, that's right. And this started uh, in uh, from Sesame Street. You no. know, the, there's the character in Sesame Street. There's Bert and Ernie on Sesame Street. And Ernie is, uh, is, has a song about his rubber ducky. Rubber ducky, yeah. uh, you're the one. You make bath time so much fun. But anyway, his, in, in that episode... He declares the 13th of January is as Rubber Ducky Day. And since then, people all over who really like rubber duckies have been celebrating January 13th as Rubber Ducky Day. Now, I, I think I actually have the recording of that song somewhere, which I think you, I think you, you gave it to me. Uh, you made me like a mix CD once with that song on right, it. Right, because you don't have any, you have no, you have no knowledge of like childhood American things. I, I also, but I have so much knowledge about music as you've, as you've, I mean, I, I don't know what you were thinking sending me, you know, a mix CD when I have all of the music in the, the 
Anyway. Could, oh, man, I think we just dated ourselves when we say about sending each other mix CDs. Yeah, it's... There's like, that. that's only true, that only happened for like a three-year well, window. Fru- <laughs> exactly. What's frustrating about it is it, it it's not even as recognizable as a term as, as a mixtape. I mean, there's no such thing as a mixed CD. You can't say that. It doesn't... <laughs> that's not even like, that's not even like a colloquialism. Mixed mix tape, it, it just went right from mixtape to playlist or something i don't even know or whatever i don't know what the kids are doing i'm sure the days. kids have a yeah i'm sure they have a word for it they're like oh you know my 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 uh it's my my bow songs there's just you know i just well nowadays it's just uh, the, there's just like i i think i think the new what is the new generation generation like generation q no uh, I don't know. Z. Yeah, it's Z, but I don't, there might be even a new one now. Every five years, there's... I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. Every five years, you know, people have kids at five. I don't know. Uh, no, the the yeah. generation, whatever, you know, they probably have like cochlea implants now where there's just music, random songs just streaming constantly from some cloud. Uh, all And, you know, yes. there is no such thing as an album anymore. Um, right. Yeah. They don't know people are like, oh man, that's such a great song on that album. They're like, album, yeah. (laughs) Who's album? Um, album, anyway. Getting back to the point, I want to tell you about rubber duckies. I didn't know about this. They first appeared in the 1940s. That's it. First rubber duckies. I'm shocked that it wasn't earlier than that. Made of rubber, because if it's not, it, you, there were there were toys, of course, but like rubber as like a a thing didn't even start until the you know until the, from the eighteen hundreds or not before then. So nineteen forties is when someone came up with the idea of like the iconic rubber duck, which what we think about it, the yellow got the orange bill. Yeah, but then, but didn't they need rubber for the war? I mean, they they they, they wasted on rubber duckies. I assume it's post-war. Post-war. So this was World like, the, yeah. I mean, like the last and post World War One. The last two forties well. or something. Last five. Yeah. I mean, and it's also like post the Revolutionary War and the War of eighteen twelve. Like it's it's post all of those times. <laughs> did you did, have you ever seen Have wars. you ever seen the um, Cabin in the Woods? Like this, like this uh, comedy horror movie. No, <laughs> there's a part where the characters are on their way to this, you know, woods or whatever, and they like stop by some like gas station and they meet like this grizzled like kind of older guy, but like you can't tell how old he is. He's just like older, and he's got some kind of I think he's got some injury or something. And he's like, I got this in the war, and they're like, which war? <laughs> like which war was that? And he and he's like, you know, goddamn well which war. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it that's all they say about it um anyway side note so is that what is that are those were they yellow were the rubber duckies always yellow yes i mean before that there were maybe ducks made of rubber but they were not rubber duckies because they weren't didn't take on their iconic form until the 1940s yeah but I wonder. So now, when did they become iconic, or did like Sesame Street actually make them more popular than they were before? First of all, I think that's definitely true. Mm. That 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 uh, Ernie made it a big deal. But I think they were always like popular children's toys. 
um, you know, before they would just before the cochlear implants. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> well, soon there's going to be there's going to be augmented reality where people are just going to see rubber duckies floating in their bathtubs and things uh, through their contact lenses that everybody wears all the time. Right, <clears throat> and because and, and that works for some reason. I, so that remind so that you you just reminded me of something. I, uh, uh, we haven't talked since, since Christmas, have we? Uh, right. Yeah, it was around then. So uh, for Christmas, I got a VR helmet. You did tell me that. Oh, and I've been playing a game on it called Beat Saber. Yeah, I think you told me that too. And I have to tell you, I I just finished my first song in Expert Plus mode. Oh, that's right. It's a, it's like and a musical is, game, right? It's a musical game. So the, so there's the, it's kind of like Guitar Hero with lightsabers. Yeah, which and that, which is not bad. There's nothing bad about that. Yeah, I mean, how could that go wrong? <laughs> that's right. And 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 I've I've finally finished my cer- first song in Expert Plus, and I feel so cool. Uh, while this, uh, like while doing it, and then. Then my wife shows me the video, and I look like I'm a <laughs> But in the moment, it feels so good to like have accomplished this amazing feat, yeah, of like finishing a song, like getting S rank, the highest rank I've yet achieved in an expert plus. It feels great. Yeah, it's always the, the there's always like a, a mean reversion to your expectations of anything you've recorded. I'm sure we'll, I'll listen back to this podcast and be like, "This is terrible." Or if I feel like it's going well, I, I, the band I was in, we were always talking about like how we play a show and we're like, oh my God, that show was really good. It went really well. And yeah. then we listen to the recording. I'm like, oh God, it, it wasn't oh. that good. Or if it's the other oh. way around, like that was terrible. I'm so embarrassed. And you listen to it and you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And there's always, it's always in between the two. Um, right. But I think with, with VR, you probably just look like a complete jackass. There's no... No, that's yeah. right. There is it is that is exactly how it is. Yeah. <laughs> My wife said it was like it's like watching a cat in the corner shadow boxing with itself, like j- jumping at invisible things. Yeah, except you can't even upload it as a cat video because it's No, yeah, it's just, not cute. No, it's, it's just, just embarrassing. Me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh anyway, that's what you when you, that's reminded me of when you talked about AR. But anyway, that's that's it about the rubber ducks. Okay. That's all that's all the research I did. Well, that's I have no further research I, on rubber ducks. I, that's great because I probably never would have looked up rubber ducks and where they came from uh before. And so thank you for that. And now you've learned it. Now you too can celebrate National Rubber Ducky Day today by taking a bath with your favorite yellow rubber duck. I will forget about the holiday in less than a week. <laughs> Sorry. Uh <laughs> thank, th- thank you. Um should we we should consult with the Mad Hat for our topic, our main yeah. topic. Um, uh, but first, uh, this podcast was brought to you by pants. Have you ever found the lower half of your body to be uncomfortably cold, even at room temperature? If so, you're not. I have. If so, you're not alone. Research suggests that four out of five Americans suffer from chronic subabdominal chills when in nude or semi-nude situations. Space heaters only go really? so far. And blankets are impractical and can suffer from portability issues. Well, now there's pants. Hmm. From the people who brought you the award-winning socks, pants is a portable, dual-appendage garment which fits around the legs and pelvis, 
and provides up to 100% ankle-to-waist coverage. Per- perfect for at- I love socks. Perfect for at-home or on-the-go body heat insulation. No more messing around with throw blankets and safety pins. Pants has a proven 99% success rate of staying secure on the body for up to 48 hours, so you don't have to worry about unexpected de-pantsing incidents. Wow. And pants is opaque. So if you live in an area where public nudity is socially stigmatized or punishable by law, pants has you covered. Pants comes in a variety of sizes, fabrics, and styles, so you, so you can find the perfect pants for you. You pick the pants. There are no upfront fees or commitments. Simply visit I wish to fasten pants to the lower half of my body.com and create your free account to get started. Come see why four out of five Americans continue to choose pants over other legs draping products. You won't be disappointed. Pants, we've got you covered. Not recommended to be worn over the face or arms. Only used as directed. Pants is not responsible for death or injury as a result of negligence or misuse. Pants is not intended as a substitute for hats or vests. Please check with your local municipality to verify whether the wearing of pants is in compliance with any applicable public decency laws or ordinances. So, <clears throat> I what will they think of next? I know. It's Oh my gosh, I want pants. It's a wonderful time to be alive. Oh. Anyway. Boy. You hear that? Uh, is that the hat? That, that's, that's the, the sound hat. of the hat. Our listeners are going to... Okay, that, that, well, sorry yes, about that. It is the sound of the hat. Yes, our listeners are going to... You didn't drop it, did you? Well, no. Oh, I'm dropping I'm dropping pieces of paper from it, though. <laughs> so that our listeners will get to know the sound of the hat. Um, this is a practical sound effect. This is a real paper. It's it, our Pavlovian response. This is a real yeah. paper from a real hat. I'm, I hope you're salivating listening to the, the, the rustling paper. No, they'll just turn. That's, that's the one they know to turn the, the, the radio off. Turn the, to close the, close the tab of the browser. Oh, um, well, then I'll edit it out. Because oh, it's the Mad Hat. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think we have time for this topic. The topic is what's great about, okay. su- what's great about Super Mario Odyssey. Very specific Oh, my topic. gosh. Oh my gosh, we should talk about that. It's funny you know why? because why? Because they just announced uh, like another 3D Mario game for the Switch called Bowser's Fury. Well, I thought that wasn't a, a new game. It was like a redone thing and Isn't they got like that, extra I mean, levels. It is it's yeah, but it's like new for me. Right, I haven't played it. Yeah. It was for the Wii, Wii U originally, wasn't it? I don't think that was a real console. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I think that was just a collective hallucination. Right, right. So it, it's funny because this is such a specific topic, and yet it's a more loaded question, I think, than because I could talk for like five hours about this. Uh, so the, the story there is I played the game first. Yeah. And I said it was really great. And then you played the game, and you said it was really great. The end. That's the story. That's it. And not only did I play the game, or did we both play the game, we played the whole, everything there is to do in the game, both That's of right. us. That's right, we got to the 100th percent. Right. We got our 999 moons or whatever that you oh, can that get was in, so good. in the game. which was so good. Which I had never done that before up to that point uh, in my life. I, I play like in, through In the, a video game. In a video game. I play through... No, I never finish anything. Um, mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I, I, I How, how's the editing on that first episode going, Matt? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're not gonna. This is gonna be. This is gonna be the first episode. I, we'll, we'll, 
<laughs> we'll skip that one. Um, <laughs> we'll 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 air it next, like like in like a year as like a bonus. This was the pilot the episode. Track. This was That's the pilot right. episode <laughs> the pilot. that never that never actually aired. You know, before um, they've like before they've got it really working yet. Before it's funny. Before it's oh clever. yeah yeah. And depending yeah. on how this one sounds to my ears, uh, we'll have two of those <laughs> <laughs> for our diehard fans. <laughs> anyway. What is great about Super Mario Odyssey? Uh, I mean, you go first. You want me to? Oh, so yeah. I. So the thing. So the thing that's really fun about it is it's fun to play. Like to move the character of Mario around the screen is very enjoyable. Which the way he? Yeah. The way to like wiggle the joystick, the way you push the buttons and the reaction that you see Mario doing, everything about just moving Mario around is really fun already. Just Mario on an empty plane that it stretches, like, or, or in a room that's completely devoid of other object, objects. And just getting to have Mario move around the room is extremely fun. Just and that, off that's, of that. That's yeah. kind of amazing. I think that's kind of amazing because it's, it's, not, it's not like there are, haven't been other games that have characters that move. <laughs> <laughs> right and like so and like and so in some sense this isn't like a novel thing but it's just done very well like the 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 people who have put together the movement mechanics or whatever have done such a good job that it's like really fun to move mario around it feels really natural it feels even if you don't really know what you're doing you can you can make mario do really cool things that are useful and like what you want him to do in just a few minutes of fussing with the controls I, I, and I want to add that not only is it really well done, but I would argue that, that it's, um, I almost want to say in terms of like the, the precision of the controls and, and like just controlling the, the character, it's one of the best games I've ever encountered. Um, maybe even mm -hmm. the best game or, or at least the best Mario game. Like, I feel like Mario games mm -hmm. have always tried to do that, but uh, I actually I don't I don't know if you did anything like this, but after I was so enthused by by that game that I went back and you know I got the Super Mario 3D All Stars, I played Super Mario Galaxy again, I played uh, um, Super Mario 64, um, mm. and I, I I guess I fired up a little bit of the, like a couple of the 2D Mario games, but I for some reason I wasn't ever that big of a fan of the 2D Mario games. Right. Um, and then I tried Super Mario Sunshine, which I hadn't played, and that game just does not have very good mechanics. But like, mm -hmm. like Super Mario sixty four, I thought had really fun, good mechanics, and they've they've just been improving on it since. Like Super Mario Galaxy was like more, um, like everything was even like quicker and more, more deft, more precise. Mm -hmm. Like I said, exactly deft. I and agree I, with and that. I thought that was, game was like amazing at the time, but. There's like not. And then I went back after playing those and and fired up Super Mario Odyssey again and was like, my God, this game is like the pinnacle of that. It's just like, yeah. yeah. And and even like, I, like even really specific things like the fact that when you do a long jump and you do a second long jump afterwards, there is no delay from the long yeah. jump to the next long jump. That's like a really specific thing that makes this the fluidity of your constant movement just um like perfect i I, yeah. I find it's not even just like the fast like the 
the gross motion, if you will, like the big movements, but also like even the little ones. I, you know, I'm playing a different game right now called, uh, which is the, which has a terrible title called Immortals Phoenix Rising. And it's a dumb, <laughs> it's a dumb name. And even if you say it in a cool voice, it's still kind of a dumb name. But I think there's a short a list of, I think there's a short list of video games that don't have dumb names though. But it, like, um, there should be at least a colon. It should be like Immortals colon phoenix rising but it doesn't even oh. have the colon it's oh, just that's... one so it's it's like where does the anyway uh so um but that game is a 3d uh adventure like a open world game uh and so it's it has a similar in some sense it's trying to be mario it has like platforming aspects to it but um and then the game is the game is quite different than 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 my odyssey but you're still like moving the stick to move, watch, watch the character move around. And you want the character sometimes like face a specific direction in order to do a thing, right? That's true about all these 3D games. Yeah. And in Mario Odyssey, you just push the stick in that direction and it works. Like there's no, it does exactly what you want it to do. That is not never a hard problem of getting Mario to face a certain direction. Yeah, he just he but pivots this, really well. Like he shuffles his feet slightly and he's like there. Yeah. Like instantly. And it looks yeah. good. Like the animation yeah. looks good and it feels natural. But yeah. in this game, it's like, it's like uh, the character, my character is a woman. She she has like a, she's like a tank and she like turns with like a radius of like a, of like a small car. And so like to get her to turn directions, you have to like do like a three point turn to get her to like yeah. to go face the direction you want. And it is, it is, it is very frustrating to, to, to see like, you know, to, to play it because I've played this thing, which is better. And I, and you know, that kind of is true of like anytime Mario swims in a lot of the Mario games where it's and it it should be harder to turn around while swimming. So like it makes mm -hmm. sense. But I remember uh like Mario 64 and even to Mario yeah. Galaxy, I, I thought the swim mechanics were frustrating at times. Um like yeah. you have to like be swimming and then aim perfectly to get an item and then if you miss it, it's impossible to turn around. And even mm -hmm. in the, in that regard, Mario Odyssey is just much better in, in the swimming mechanics too. Like yeah. everything is just like, like I can't believe how, um, yeah, just how good the controlling of the character is. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. So, so it's not, but so the mechanics are great. Mm. The 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 levels are really fun. The levels are well designed. Like the objectives you're shooting for are really fun. The moons are just a delight to find yeah. and to to collect. And they do such a good job of like, of of sort of uh, maybe let's say like telegraphing or like what, what's the word like of where the moon is going to be. Like even the ones that are hidden, yeah. where it's like oh like over there there's a moon you can like maybe see it in the distance. You're like I can I, I bet I can get over there somehow. Yeah, they have like and then the moon getting over there glow. is like a fun puzzle. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then uh, or or. Or, or there's like a little divot in the floor and you're like, oh, I wonder if there's something underneath there. And then you're like, you, you know, you, you do the butt bomb thing and poof, a moon comes out and you're like, yes, yes, it feels so good. Yeah. And I think the, the, the other thing is, you know, there's like all this kind of fat trimming uh, that they did, to, mm. you know, like, like in, in Mario 64 and Mario Galaxy as well, when you get a star, the game is interrupted and you get spit out of the painting or or mm -hmm. go back to the ship and then you have to walk through the ship to get to the thing you you want and like 
in Mario Odyssey, they knew like exactly the places to get rid of that. Like you can skip cutscenes mm. a lot of the time. You can there's like just these little things like it's you can skip text quicker if you don't want to listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. And you can you can warp to different parts of just the same contained uh, world once you've been there before. Mm-hmm. And at first yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna warp. I'll walk over there. But once you're trying to get your you know 800th moon like it's just <laughs> it, it's <laughs> you're just like okay come on let's go go and yeah, uh, yeah. and uh the uh, but the thing is when you get a moon it gives you a little fanfare until you got a moon and then you dun, just dun, keep dun, playing dun. yeah and yeah. you just keep playing you just keep going um and so like that just these little things that you think are kind of trivial actually the the way they 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 combine to to make the game more enjoyable, like they actually have a, a a big effect on how enjoyable the game is. Yeah, I agree. And then I love the, I actually love just like the variety of the of well of ways to play. There's like like the game is full of just it's like a big playground full of little game mini games and like games within games and there's yeah. levels and there's also it's like it also feels like a giant Easter egg hunt. And certain mm-hmm. moons are just incredibly easy to get. They're like yeah. it's like a game made for toddlers, where you just like, where you just go around a corner and like, oh, there's one, and you Moon. grab it. Yeah, got it. Done. Or yeah. or just like, oh, you just gotta find a musician and you talk to the musician, and then you get a moon. Like, and like when I first started playing, I was like, you get a moon. Well, yeah, you get a moon. When I first started playing, I was like, well, this is well, this is a little too easy. I wish there's like, but later on, I realized how much I appreciated that because. I never got to the point where I was like, oh, this is too hard. The game's gotten too hard. Like, it actually helps you um, stay encouraged to keep playing it because you know mm-hmm. that, okay, this moon might be hard to get, but I can always skip it, and there could be five other moons that are really easy to get. And, mm-hmm. like, it's just like it actually keeps you playing um, a yeah, lot Yeah, and I, I think that that also trains you to be, like, to, to be able to accomplish the more difficult moons. Like after you right. go to the dark side or darker side or whatever, and you get the crazy silver blocks that expose like the more difficult moons, like those are so much harder in general to get than the ones up to that point. And yeah. I found them to be, but I found that like all the game had done a good job of training me by that point to actually be able to get them. Yeah. And, and the post the post credits game was the first time I ever experienced even like a moment of frustration in the game. And I didn't just Mm. do the bare minimum of the moons. I got like some of the, you know, ones I got like 50 moons or or something before I even moved on. Um, And there was like challenging stuff, but like, like even failing is fun in the game. A lot of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's amazing how, big the game is how many different things there are to do and how successful Mm -hmm. they are at like the other thing is the different players like different things and just the sheer Mm -hmm. number of people that they have pleased with the game um is amazing too so it's just like the whole thing is just this amazing feat did you so do, do any moons stand out in your head as like something that was like particularly amazing that you were like oh yeah i love that one um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, so, you, you must so have one me, in mind. Yeah, 
I do. So for me, the one that made me realize that this game was not like the other ones was uh, the game, the time when you became the T-Rex in order to go destroy <laughs> the, the, yeah. the whatever's in the second world in the the prehistoric kingdom, whatever it was called. And right. um, uh, it was that I was like, I like, like the game clearly indicated that was the right thing to do. There were like arrows that were pointing at the T-Rex. It was like very obvious and like become the T-Rex. And then, you, and I was like, what? And then I, and then I did it and I was like, this is the best, this is the best game. Yeah. That was the moment that convinced me. I was like, this game is incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that I didn't quite get into it that much in the first game. Like the weird thing is that the, it's not like the game is an acquired taste where it takes a long time of playing before you really get into it. Like it's fun mm -hmm. right from the beginning, but mm -hmm. for a while the game was just fun, but not like this is going to be one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, it, it It's built up towards that. Like in the second half of the game, it started to get amazing for me. Um, mm -hmm. like Galaxy, uh, I love that game so much. It's, it's my other favorite. Like, I don't even know if I can choose between them, but I probably would give Odyssey the edge, but like Galaxy How is... How can you choose between your children? Exactly. Um, it's the... <laughs> Ask Meryl Streep. Um, no, uh, <laughs> uh, nice. yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, what was that joke? I think it was Ricky Gervais at that at that ro roast or something. Where he's not, I don't know. Somebody was saying something about a sequel to, to Sophie's Choice. <laughs> I don't know if this was a, I don't know if this was a serious thing that somebody was thinking about doing. And he's like, he's like, I mean, how does that work? And then he, and then he's like, well, it's got to be the other one, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, it's, so Galaxy is like, um, there was an immediate, like, it blow, th that game blew me away from the very beginning. Like, the crazy stuff with the gravity and walking around these planetoids and all the, the gameplay was so inventive and clever that I was like, oh my God, it was like exhilarating from the start. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then and the music was so good. And the music and was, was like so good. Like, the first level pulls you right in. Like, right. And, and the first couple levels do that and then it kind of there's a lull and then it, it 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 uh you know there are some lulls in the game but i feel like galaxy is kind of a a more concentrated in some ways it's it's more impressive in terms of like it's it's like clever level design like oh my god this is so surprising and weird and and new and i've never seen anything like this before it was like cram packed full of those moments uh whereas whereas odyssey uh, ha has those a bit more spread out. It still mm -hmm. has those kinds of moments, um, but Odyssey is just has the sheer number of things to do. Like I said, um, that like it 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 like slowly build built for me of being like more and more impressed. Um, like, I mean, really, some of the, my favorite moons I think are like towards you know towards the end. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, uh, where you, where, where Bowser shows up, Bowser shows up on a fucking dragon and then you have yes. to, and then he banishes you down. He crashes your ship and then you have to fight this enormous dragon. I was like, this is, I was like, Oh my God. Like yes. that. And then 
in the the what you think is the last kingdom, and it's really an enormous dragon. Like it's it's huge. It's, like it's so much bigger than you think it should like be. It's like Godzilla for a Mario sized. Game. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And then you you're on. And then you're in Bowser's kingdom, and you're like, you think you're gonna fight Bowser, but then he escapes. He's like, no, my wedding's gonna be on the moon, and you're like, well, of course, because you're collecting moons. You know, it's a moon theme, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then and and my other probably my favorite boss fight in the game is the. The Robo Brood, where you fight all the brutals in the giant, yes. giant mech, mech thing. thing. I was like, and it was such a cool, weird boss fight where you had to use these really interesting, bizarre game mechanic techniques that they've taught you to fight this like multi-step um, boss. Uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe I don't know. I I I definitely thought maybe some of the bosses were like my favorite moons to get. I guess. Yes, I like them too. I thought Bowser's whole world kingdom was was sort of like was really good. I thought that one was like everything about it was really clever and interesting and innovative. Like especially like the choice of them of the instruments for the for the um for the sound, like for the weird thing, like using these very authentic old Japanese instruments. Yeah, and it was, was interesting. Really and then the whole theme of like Bowser as like the shogun of this, you know, of this fort or whatever was so wonderful. Yeah, it was like this samurai theme, like a- ancient Japan, which they'd yes. never done before. It was kind of, Bowser was always in kind of just like a more, I guess, medieval, medieval castle or something, yeah. a Western yeah. uh, environment. Um, so well, my favorite, my favorite world by far was the city. Yeah. It was the Metro <clears throat> Kingdom or whatever. New yeah. Donk, New Donk City. And that was, that was, I think the point for me where the game just started becoming really exhilarating and incredible um Mm -hmm. and but but then it sustained after that like i actually the seaside kingdom something about like the just like the really calm music they had and like the sunset Mm -hmm. um i forgot to put my oh hello yeah well no that's all right no 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 it's fine let's answer it on let's answer it live no no it's it's done i've I forgot to put it, I forgot to put it on, you know, last time I put it on, you know, do not disturb or something. Do not, do not edit that out, even a little bit. <laughs> it must remain. This, this, I better be hearing this in the final version. Oh, Me saying this. My God. Um, you just, you know. Anyway, you were saying you like the Seaside Kingdom because uh, Yeah, the, like, I, I found myself lingering and just like getting like 50 or 60 moons just because I just enjoyed swimming around and trying to find like it, it was like and you know and then after that um i mean the luncheon kingdom was just really fun and crazy uh i read a reviewer who said like mentioned the lunch luncheon kingdom and they said which was clearly meant to be a fire kingdom before decide nintendo decided that wasn't weird enough <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my God, you're right. You know, there's a volcano and the, like, well, no, let's not make it lava. Let's make it pink soup. You're like, what? And it, but it burns you. It burns you like lava. And there's rolling oh, hot, okay. yeah, there's rolling right, hot yeah. tomatoes that, that, that scald you uh, and turn into tomato sauce and scald you. Like, they do. Tomatoes do scald you in <laughs> real life. It's totally accurate. It's, it's you an educa- them up. I don't know what it is. There's like a, there's like you, you, there's like a, you put it in the microwave or you're heating it in a pot or something and you're like, uh, oh, this isn't quite cooked enough. Maybe I'll put a little, heat it up a little bit more and you do a little bit more and then suddenly you take it out and you're like, oh, this is great. You take a bite and you're like, this is delicious. It's just the right temperature. Then you encounter the tomato and your mouth is like, why? You why see, did you do this? It's an educational game. Um, yeah. But yeah. 
you can't get a teacher's discount, which is pretty annoying. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I actually, the game for me culminated in an experience that I'd never had in, in a video game before. Like I've had like really amazing, like experiences where you get to the end of a game and you're just like, Oh my God, you're fighting the really intense boss. And then there's like a, you know, fake out ending or something. And there's like some sort of really big twist that you just are blown away. And you're like, that was amazing. Um, but this was the first game that I was I was in tears by the end of this game, which is embarrassing. But I don't know. It's not like the game, you know, has some sort of like hugely uh, impactful like storyline that you know. It's just melodrama. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Save the let's, princess. Let's let's get let's make sure this is clear. Yeah, this is not the first embarrassing thing you've done, and it will not be the last. Well, I didn't say it was the first embarrassing done thing I've done. I said it was the first time I've I've cried from a video game. Um, I'm just letting the, I'm just setting the, the listeners' expectations here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as you were saying, I I was and I don't know what, you know, the 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 ending after you defeat Bowser, there's like this crazy thing that happens. And and then you're just, you know, there's kind of an escape, you know, you fight you fight the boss and there's like an escape uh, from the place where you fight, which is typical. Right. You know, you got to get out before the whole place crumbles. And and they just made this weird decision, which another thing is like there's a couple of songs in the game, like with lyrics, with, with singing, uh, which is like really weird for an, a, a Mario game, but yet it's like perfect in the way, like it's perfectly zany, you know? And, and, uh, and, and like, if you're allowed to be weird and, and unexpected in one video game franchise, it's Mario, you know? Uh, and at the end of the game, like there's like this exciting, like epic music when you're trying to escape, and then the last part of the escape, they start playing this like pop punk rock song uh, that's really good. Uh, but it's very strange that like they're playing this while you're escaping the thing. And I just started like the song was so good. And I just started like getting like tears streaming down my face from the sheer like not because I like really, you know, cared about the, like, like was really moved by the story or something like that. Or, or it was just, the game had been so amazingly joyful to play. Like it wasn't just fun. The game actually succeeds in moving beyond fun into joy. Like, (laughs) like I would actually use the word joy to describe, you know, like the playing this game and just, I just started like I said tears streaming down my face because I was like this has been such like an amazing experience playing this game. Um I'm glad. Yeah, and and uh, oh, I guess one more specific thing I want to say going back to what you said about like the game mechanics and the fun aspect of just controlling the character in himself. Uh what's even more impressive about this game is that because of the hat mechanics, you toss your hat and you capture, you become other characters. You, you become mm-hmm. the villains in the game, which is, for one thing, what a great gift for <laughs> for gamers because a lot of time you play video yeah. games and you're like, God, this this enemy is such an asshole because he gets to fire rockets or something and I don't get to fire yeah. rockets and, and it's not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, just become that character. <laughs> <laughs> you can become them and play as them and then you have their now power. I am rocket firing man. So like, it, it's... <laughs> So that's that's really great, but what's amazing is that 
like repeatedly throughout the game. I don't know how many times this happens, like dozens of times. You throw your hat onto a new kind of enemy that you've never become before and you get to play as them. And the 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 game mechanics change completely. It's like you're playing a whole new game and every single time yeah. it's just as like amazing of a control experience. Like most games Yeah. Uh, it's impressive if you can even manage that once for the main protagonist that you're controlling. Mm -hmm. And you only mm -hmm. have to do it once. It's like, as long as, okay, we get this character fun to play and then and mm -hmm. then the rest of the game is just level design and stuff. But in this game, it's like, no, we have to like 50 times, we have to make a playable character and make it really fun and like surprising and, and, and exhilarating to play as that character. And they manage it every single time. Um, yeah. And and that's like probably one of the most impressive things to me about the game. Yeah. All right. Well, I I feel like we've enumerated the things. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. We can take that out of the mad hat. Yeah, it's out. It's out of the mad hat. It's here. It is. Okay, great. I got it. I got. Oh, here's the camera. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Oh, you wait, they, don't tell Whatever. the people they they then they're going to want to see our faces, and that's not that's a mistake. <clears throat> what? No, no, no. Nobody can see us. We have. Uh, I was going to say, you and I both have hair for radio right now, um, <laughs> which is, I guess, better than a face for I think I have a face for radio, maybe, but um, uh, I, don't I don't know. know. But, you know, that's, that's a common joke. But we have hair right now for radio. I, I haven't yeah. gotten a haircut. Um, well, I'm, I'm very lazy about getting haircuts. You In look, general. Yeah. I mean, your hair right now... Um, is long. Like... It's like two and a half years long. It's three years it's, long. It's like, it's like I, yeah, I don't I don't know whether to book you an appointment, you know, at at Supercuts or to nail you to a cross. Um, yeah, it's very <laughs> it's very long. There, there's like this, there's this, uh, you know. I, I I've offended some people. Wife, I, I've offended some people. Um, I promised my wife that we would, uh, I would get a cut before I turned forty, which I am not yet forty. And You've got three years. No, I know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A little less. And anyway, and she and and uh, because this 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 is my midlife crisis growing it out because you know my hair is receding. So rather than accept the fact that it's receding, I'm just letting it grow out. This is my midlife crisis. Let me have this. Well, I I'm I'm enjoying it while it lasts. Thank you. I am too. It's really I mean, fun. I've learned a lot of things. That, and, Maybe you know, we should put that into the Matt hat. Once about things Matt has learned about hair. <laughs> I I will. I will. Um, we, okay. We should uh, we should wrap this up. You've got another meeting, don't you, Matt? I do. I do in my busy work life. So uh, why don't you why don't you play some kind of song for us? <clears throat> yeah. Um, thanks for joining us, everyone. Come come back and listen to us whenever our next episode is. God knows. That's and right. uh, uh, I will leave you with uh, with a nice tune here by Jürgenlich mit Grüven Flerven with his hit single "Gotta Gotta Get Up to Finish Dusting the Shelves in the Guest Bedroom." <laughs> <laughs>